Welcome to Game Woven, a collaborative storytelling collective building a world one game at a time. This week, we'll be playing A Green Hour, The Dying Land by Jian Shim. If you like what we're doing here, you can follow us on Twitter at Game Woven, where you can join our Discord. And check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash gamewoven. podcast i was telling you about how it was back then how we lived when things were bad but before they got worse i'd never met the fire starters of a gi your mother's people even though they always passed through to spare us the trouble of old thatch my responsibilities at the temple of timothy kept me busy nearly as busy as they keep you child as i was a bit less prone to wander your mother's people appreciate that about you they help preserve the forest to Gi's followers. You see, fire can be a fearsome thing, but it does a lot of good when it's kept to its proper size and in the places it's meant to be. That's a particular talent of your mother's, by the way. And they traveled to those places to help shepherd those fires, not allowing a Gi to take his course as a dangerous business. That's why they first passed through Hayfield and came to the temple, the reason that we celebrate the fire night. But my people have never been particularly keen on wanderers or festivals, destruction or change of any kind, really. We grew the hay. We worshipped Timothy by growing the hay. And Timothy blessed us by making the hay grow. There's something to that. A quiet, steady life. But I always knew there was meant to be more. Something was being kept from us, held just out of reach. That's why all the old gods died. We never got to know them. And it's why I appreciate your desire to wander. You've seen things I've never dreamed possible when I was your age. Too much quiet, too much of the same, and it was killing us. Bleeding us dry. An apt metaphor, given whom. But that's not today's story. No. You're here for a story about wildflowers and fruit trees. About the day that we brought you into this world. Okay, so, part one. Alone together. Answer the following prompts out of character and then act out a conversation between the two of you. So, each of us will answer those questions down by family. Do you want me to go first on these or do you want to go first? I can go first. All right. So... My family, stewards. Oh, we're all hay. <laughs> My family stewards hay. They steward a temple that was once dedicated to a panoply of different gods and has been reduced to being a temple for a god of hay. That's great. Yeah. What am I responsible for in the temple? Honestly? I'm just responsible for keeping it clean. And I still have to do a lot of the other farming duties, like in harvest time and in in planting time. I've got to be out there sowing and reaping and whatever else needs done with everybody else. I still have my other farm duties. But when you have crops, there's actually a, a reasonable amount of downtime. And when the weather turns cold, there's a reasonable amount of downtime. And during those times, do you know what I'm doing? I'm maintaining the fucking temple. So that's why I've discovered the things about it that I have, the the secret storerooms or the, not even secret storerooms, just storerooms nobody goes into. I just, I did. Because Hydrangea was the one who did that. I have this image of Dre discovering this little rooms and running towards the temple leaders and is like describing these secrets that they found and the temple leaders are like yeah we know that yeah 
but with Dre, it's like an exciting new thing that yeah. they didn't realize. And I think that's really an interesting thing. They treated it the same way that when the Agiites would come and have their celebration. And like some people have fond memories of the crazy shit that they got up to when they were when they were at the bonfires. And I think that the the temple elders, when I showed them the masks that I had found, the things that were there, they got that like, it's that same look of, yeah, yeah, it's, boy, sure is great to be young. Oh, look at this kid. Yeah, we all grow up sometime. I wish I was your age. Yeah. I wish I could be young again. I wish I could be your age again. But again, here we are raising more children to raise more hay. Yeah, you'll grow out of it. Keep it dusted. Keep it clean. It's history you're holding there. We don't want to... I don't want to lose the history. Yeah, I mean, that's why you got to keep it in the storeroom, right? If nobody's fucking around with it. Like, be careful. Yeah, stay safe. Happier times. So, for you. My family stewards fire. Starts fire, stops fire. Just fire. Burning Mm -hmm. things. My job, I am responsible for making sure that the fire doesn't cross lines. There's a line that has been placed, and Mm -hmm. I make sure it doesn't go over it. I control I am the controlled part of the change. Make sure it's correct. Not crossing a line. Mm-hmm. I'm the boring part of the fire starters. Because mm. I stop it. Lovely. I'm the boring part of change. How much do you recognize your ability to control fire as magical? I think... It's been such a part of Fury's life that she doesn't consider it as magic. It's just how she is. She's not impressed by it. She's not in awe of it. Other people maybe, mm-hmm. but she prefers. She thinks the people who starts the fires are more impressive. She puts out the fires. Mm-hmm. So for her, it's just whether it's with her hand or a bucket of water, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Tight. Okay, and then the next one is twinning our two domains together will strengthen the land by... This is a little difficult for me. We did create people who are operating on different parts of... Mm -hmm. Like, that underlying tension of we, like, hypothetically see each other as necessary... Or at the very least, like, I think I know my people see yours as a necessary evil. Not a necessary evil, but like a necessary inconvenience. I think for us, just having the ability to set stuff on fire, because that's how we do our worship. That's how we worship Mm -hmm. Agi, by not by any other sacrifice, but by putting things on fire, making sure things grow, the things that need to disappear disappears, so that the things that need to grow, grow. Mm -hmm. I think having that ability is why even though Dre's people don't really thank them for it, they continue to do it. They continue Mm -hmm. to offer it. They continue to go to the places that need it, and it's like, hey, we're here to burn shit down, even if you don't like it, because we like it, we want to do it for our for our god, and I know it helps you. Yeah. And ultimately, I think, in order to answer this question, it's, it's instructive to go back to a lot of the flavor text for the game. Mm-hmm. This is the dying land. Mm-hmm. The land is dying. Your arranged marriage will determine the fate of the land and the survival of the old gods. The reason that we we agreed to this union is because we are both facing 
an existential threat. Yeah. I know at the very least on, for my side, crop rotation is extremely important because otherwise, if you're growing the same thing year after year, you will deplete the nutrient resources that that crop takes out of the ground. And we've just been growing alfalfa for a really long time. And also, in the absence of other gods, people have a tendency to just kind of forget that Timothy exists. Why are we growing the hay? We might have at one point said, well, we grow the hay to honor Timothy. And we destroy, we, we take good care of what's left in order to alleviate old thatch. But within the last several years, maybe like a new new administration's come in, or it's just like it's started to get lean. The yields are not what they used to be. And that doesn't change what the Empire demands of us. Mm-hmm. They just start cracking the whip harder and start pushing in more and propagandize more heavily. So why do we grow hay? Well, we grow hay for the glory of the Undying Emperor. And what's the existential threat that Aggie's people are facing? They are starting to be, I feel like, demonized. I feel like outside of her people, and the people that they serve, you know, with this. People are starting to think that fire starters aren't really good. They're not Mm -hmm. needed. They're not, you know, they're not wanted. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is their attempt of saying, hey, look, you know, when we combined the need for, hey, And for us, this is a way for us to survive. Maybe just as a catalyzing event. So obviously you guys have been kept away largely from cultivated land, pretty strictly. And so like there was a piece of land that you hadn't been able, like a forest that you hadn't been able to get to for quite some time. And so it got overgrown in the way that land gets overgrown when it doesn't have its natural fire cycles. And then it burned down. Maybe it was a lightning strike. Maybe it was somebody was out and started a fire that just never got put out properly. But a forest that was important for whatever reason, maybe like the local the local duke hunted in that forest, preserved that forest for sport. And... Probably why it wasn't, you know, burned properly because he's like, you can't touch this. This is our, no. Light it on fire? What the fuck are you talking about? Even though we explained multiple times that wildfires are important. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be healthy. It's supposed to be pleasant. He was having people go through and trim Mm -hmm. back the hedges and whatnot, but, you know, that wasn't getting disposed of. That was just kind of getting thrown around. And that just got burned down. So now you guys are being actively hunted. Yep. All right. So, twinning our two domains together, my people are on the edge of starvation. Your people need to... Frankly, you need to, like, burn down your old... your old lodge and start over, otherwise you're gonna be... eradicated. Mm-hmm. And... Because you guys take care of old thatch for us, we might be the only people that there's any amount of trust between. So... Because I feel like, based on the story that we've built, this is something that we do, that a relationship as our our, our people have mm-hmm. had for many, 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 you know, millennia, maybe? Yeah. So you're the only ones that we that continue to trust us, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so what it will do is it will... We are hoping, 
on our side that it will put us into a state of renewal that we will be able to if we can't if it happens that we just can't grow hay here anymore it will maybe give us something to cling to and on your side it is like it just we're, we're, we're making something new here protection something different something needs to change because we're both reaching a point in our people's lives where extermination is very possible and we just need to do something to stop it to stem the tide and what's really funny what's really like outside of the world of the game what twinning these two domains together will do is when all the hay fields are burned down that is the first step to reintroducing biodiversity yeah. to the land that we live on it's the start of something right and you guys are are aesthetically and practically focused on the fire side of things but Aggie is a god of renewal yep change yeah this is so good for both of us yeah it's just hard to see this is where we have the conversation. I understand uh, that before we act the conversation, we choose the meeting stuff, but I kind of want to keep that a secret until we actually meet. That makes any sense. Yeah, no, I love it. Okay. To clarify, yeah. as uh, Fury and Dre, I am assuming that we met to get the whole agreement thing first or we're just like no this is our first meeting this is our first meeting this was this was worked out between the temple elders for both of us gotcha. we've never seen one another it's possible that you've like you've been to places near the the temple of timothy but mm -hmm. Dre was too busy maintaining the temple, was too busy keeping it clean and orderly to ever go out to the... I keep wanting to call it the Fire Festival. There's a good reason we can't call them Fire Festival. <laughs> I understand. But the, the bonfires... A festival of hay. Yeah. The last burn. Oh, the last burn sounds nice. Yeah. The annual burn. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we have not met, and we are meeting for the first time. Getting into the last hour, your betrothed is the last person you will ever speak to as a human. Roleplay the conversation, touching on all the prompts you answered in family and meeting. Where are we meeting? Where is the bower? I would like to think that it was in the middle of the two lands and it's mm -hmm. just on top of this hill and it's a mm -hmm. small little cottage and yeah. it's right in the middle of the two lands and it was decorated by each of our temples having the balance of the two mm -hmm. the logs mm -hmm. will be from us and then the roofing would be from you. Yeah, absolutely. Decorations, all that, I think, would be nice. Yeah, I think it's... We have a lot of, like, woven fabrics. Like, there's a little bit of tapestry work on some of the walls. It's cozy. It's where kind of the first big tree of the forest is in the front yard of this of the bower and who arrives first I think Hydrangea arrives first sounds good Hydrangea arrives first and I think started sweeping is there making sure that it's clean I think has prepared a small meal that's kind of set out on the table I think Dre comes early earlier than the mm -hmm. agreed upon time and yeah. fury arrives right on time 
because she doesn't want to come early. She doesn't want to do this in a sense that she's terrified of doing this. Mm-hmm. But she's also dutiful. She also doesn't want to insult. So she arrives right on time, not mm-hmm. a minute late. And I think you would hear her loud steps outside because nothing about nothing about Fury is quiet. Mm-hmm. She's allowed person you know her hair is loud her attire is loud colorful heavy mm-hmm. it doesn't take long for you to realize that she's outside and mm-hmm. she is you know probably getting ready to knock on the door mm-hmm. and you know that she's been out there for a while yeah do you knock or do you just come in she knocks very loud knock. To her, it's polite, but to you, it's probably one of the loudest knocks you've ever heard. Yeah. I think you get... You knock loudly. And you hear from the inside, there's a massive thump. This is something that you've seen, like, the first times that you've been around these rabbit people. Whenever you startle them, they just like it's almost like as an impulse just thump. their foot hits the ground really hard mm-hmm. and so if like I think you're you're somebody who had who had brought you down to the fields mm-hmm. for the first time was like oh hey watch this this is very funny and it's like just snuck up on somebody and then just like popped out of the field and greeted them really loudly and the person that they'd snuck up on just like jumps, lands, hits that big thump, and just like for almost a mile around, you just hear this ripple of all of these other rabbit people, like just <laughs> and all of these heads kind of pop up and swivel back in the direction of, of you guys. And he just dies laughing because to them it's the funniest thing. Um, so you knock on the door and you get that thump and from inside you hear and there's there's a little bit of shuffling and a hydrangea comes and opens the door the first thing that hydrangea will see is this big smile and maybe Dre would think it's a laughing smile but this is this is Fury at her most awkward. She's smiling to give comfort. Uh, She's like apologetic. She remembers it and it is quite funny Mm -hmm. but she also understands the idea of how embarrassing it would be especially hearing the shit. Her face is an awkward smile. Mm -hmm. Just a comforting smile. But I wouldn't blame Hydrangea to, to think that it was a laughing smile. Yeah. Okay, so there's one thing about that that I don't think is true, which is that's not the first thing that Hydrangea sees. Well, that's the first thing she thinks. She opens the door and is... I suspect that Fury is a fair whack taller than Hydrangea is. Oh yeah, for sure. Very tall. How stacked is is Hydrangea? Definitely more than six foot. Definitely because I'm living my tall dreams here. I'm living my tall stacked dreams here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is very tall. Yeah. Very muscular. Uh huh. What you would imagine a a lumberjack would look like? Just like big yeah. shoulders. Big shoulders, muscles, absolutely tall mommy, basically. So Hydrangea opens the door and just massive chest directly in their face. They try to look up and it takes just half a second longer between when they try to look up and when their eyes actually start moving up Fury's body to when they finally catch Fury's face and they see that awkward smile and 
it's just really embarrassing. It's like, oh, okay. She's smiling at me. Good, good. And just like immediately, you see like eyes hit your face and see your smile. And they just like, they immediately kind of flick back down. And then they're staring at your chest again. We can't do that. So they flick back up to your face. There's this, this, there's this smile. And then just like straight back down. So it's like a, like up and down. Up, down, up, down way too fast. And is looking at your shoes and then blinks, situates their shoulders and then looks at your face and says, I, why don't you come in? Yuri walks in quietly. And she noticed it the first time Jay looked up and down. Really how pretty Jay's eyes are. And every time Jay would look away, there's a weird tightness that Fury can't explain. Mm-hmm. Like, she wants her eyes to only be looking at their eyes because they're so pretty. But she doesn't understand that that's what she's feeling. So mm-hmm. she's staring at Dre and just point blank staring, trying to get Dre's to like have eye contact with her because she just finds it so pretty. Mm-hmm. Fury is very awkward. If you haven't noticed, Fury is an awkward boy, large muscular lesbian, mm-hmm. very awkward. And I love her. And I think that answers one of the questions from the meeting for me, what sparks feelings of tenderness towards them. And it is, it's your bearing. I think these rabbit folk, live in close proximity to one another. They have a fairly intuitive understanding of each other's moods. And I uh, I can understand that you are feeling tense and that you don't quite know what's going on. I don't either, but I suspect you're not going to make the first move. So Hydrangea closes the door and looks back to you in the eyes. Settles in this time, because I'm expecting it. And I can, now that it's not catching me off guard, it's easier to do. And says, I prepared a meal for us, if you would like to sit. And maybe we can get to know each other a little better. At this fury nods, very like excitedly enthusiastically just nods and just like sits down and is super like this huge mm-hmm. lady is sitting down barely mm-hmm. being contained by her chair is looking at you Andre and is nodding enthusiastically and looks at the food that you made and says, this is absolutely delicious without taking a bite yet. (laughs) Just saying like, this is absolutely the best thing ever. This is so good. Forgetting that she hasn't (laughs) taken a bite yet. Yeah, absolutely. You should see how it tastes. And uh, Hydrangea goes over to the other chair and you you notice that it's like larger. It looks a little big, for Hydrangea. Hydrangea's rather small, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Looks relatively bulky, although, like, any place where there's, like, a cord, some sort of tight something, you see that it, like, it goes in and then bows out considerably because, you know, they're mostly floof. So they're, we'll say, like, 5'3", five, 5'2". Five, <laughs> they go over to the this other chair, uh and place a hand on it and smile and say, I don't mean to be rude. I think this chair might be more comfortable for you. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, she quickly stands up and uh, that's when you realize 
that they're the same size chairs. She's just that big. <laughs> oh, wow. So they just, they just, whoever brought the chairs in brought in big ones, huh? I, I think so. I, I'm, did you still want to switch chairs or? No, 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 please, please sit, please. Can I, can I get you, can I get you anything? No, this is, this is perfect. This is enough. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, this, this is great. What's in the pitchers on the table? Like, what do I, what do I fill your glass with? Apple cider. Apple cider. Mm -hmm. Lovely. I feel like that has to come from your end. The apple cider? Right. Because we wouldn't... They would have to be imported to us. Probably? Yeah. I mean, my family knows what I like, so I'm pretty sure maybe that's why they brought it. I'm excited to try it. I've never... Never, never tasted, uh... I had an apple once. Well... Yeah. It has hints of apple. Mm -hmm. It's like if Apple grew up and became a really bad teenager. <laughs> That's what it tastes like. And uh... it gives you a kick, but you love it because it's your teenager. <laughs> That's what apple cider is like. They bring the, the the cup to their mouth. Their nose does that flaring motion that rabbit noses do it do when they're smelling. And their eyes wide. What do you think? Do you like it? The only things I've ever smelt this strong were rotten or medicine. And they lift the cup and they take a very small sip and I think it's almost too much for them the spice, the the richness of it and they're just lost in that moment for a while Here he stares just waiting they move the glass away from their or they move the, the cup away from their mouth and I think their eyes are a little unfocused and then the cup goes back to their mouth and they take another drink. And then they move the cup away, still looking deep into it, and say, you have this regularly? Yeah, it's my favorite drink. Is it too much? Their eyes meet yours again and they're sparkling and... Beery's heart almost stops. No, no, it's not too much. It's, it's exactly what I never knew that I wanted. It's good. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. Well, what did you make? I'm sure I'll love it. Yeah, um, we, uh, 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 excuse me, uh, and... They set the cup down and they actually like stand up and start serving from hot at the table. Like gets up and um, begins filling your plate. It's uh, it's the the wrong season for for a lot of um preserved uh, for I'm sorry for a lot of fresh foods. The meat gets salted uh, at, at I think at, at one of the ports away uh, near to the river and. I'm, I'm sorry that I don't have stories to tell you about where this comes from. I, I'm sorry, I just, I don't... Don't worry about it. Yeah, the caravans come in and hand us things in jars, and we we do our best. <laughs> don't worry about it. The most story I've given you about the apple cider was that it was my favorite. Uh, we can make our own stories. <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to begin. Oh, um, and they go and they, they pull some fresh, uh, fresh bread out of the oven. This we actually, uh, we, we do get to, we do get to make. My parents and I have been, and, uh, well, eventually 
siblings and, and other elders. We've been baking bread longer than longer than uh, than I can remember, and this is this is this is my grandfather's recipe, and it's always been my favorite. So, and starts cutting you a big slice of of bread. Yuri takes a bite, and she smiles. I wish that I could give you the same reaction that you had when you first drank cider. <laughs> this is delicious, though. This is, don't, don't give me, this is so delicious, but the way you looked when you drank that cider was honestly really pretty. <laughs> And I wish I could give you the same reaction with the bread. Oh no, it's 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 just bread. It's good bread. We've we've always made good bread. It's very good bread. Excellent. Very bread. good bread. It's just I've eaten bread before. Yes. I've eaten yeah. other bread, and I can't yeah. make the same. It doesn't deserve it. Your face was really pretty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I have some marmalade as well. Again, it's no it's no apple cider, but it's Oh, it could be. It's just it won't I've be. eaten marmalade before. Exactly. I don't think do you have anything that's just from your land that I may not have had? Because I feel like you deserve to see a similar face. No, 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 I I no, uh, I'm being weird. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> I I will I will I'm I'm okay. I uh, this is all delicious. It is. It is no and and we are a simple people, and simple pleasures are nice. They are. They're nice. You're nice. I like that. I like being yeah. yeah, thank thank yes. Are you scared? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm terrified. Good. I mean not that not that it's good that you're scared. Not mm-hmm. not at all. That's not what I meant. It it just feel it just it's scary. It's something I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's do you know if this has ever been done before? No. I've only been told that this is the only way for us to survive. Yeah. The only way to get back to the bread that we've had before. It's good bread. A very though. good bread. It's yeah. very good bread. And I think there's like a weird, quiet, awkward quietness that falls on the table mm-hmm. as Fury just sort of like doesn't really know what to say. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying anything, she just stuffs the food mm-hmm. that's there into her mouth and just trying to like replicate the surprise and you know happiness <sighs> that she saw in Dre's face. Just like Feeling like that's what li- that's what will lighten the mood somehow. She feels like she can't make that same face, and it annoys her. As that annoyance is beginning to creep up, and you see that Hydrangea is just staring at you, and then they burst out laughing. It is the loudest you've ever heard any rabbit folk be ever it is to your ears that is the volume that people just laugh at because you come from a loud people mm-hmm. and Hydrangea just laughs just sees you with your face stuffed full of food contorted into the face I must have been making and doubles over slaps the table leans back and keeps laughing even as the chair starts to tip back. Yuri is quick 
Fury stands quickly to make sure that you don't fall. But it's your laughter, actually, the, the way your laughter sounds. And she realized whether she was successful or not doesn't matter. It still mm -hmm. made you laugh. <laughs> and it was a beautiful laugh. And I think at that moment, she promises herself that for as long as she can, she will try to make you laugh. Because mm -hmm. that was a beautiful sound. I think that answer is number two for me. Yeah. It's how your laugh sounds. Right. Well, you don't have a lot of time no. to hear it anymore. We don't. Shall we make the rules? Yep. Let's roll our d6s. Okay. Let's roll for you first to okay. see whether you, like, what your honorable and what your impious. Mm -hmm. So let's roll the honorable first. Mm -hmm. I got a two. I got a six. So you add six to your three, right? Is two. that correct? To a nine. If your score exceeds eight for honorable, you are granted a boon, and something unexpected and beautiful will spring forth. The land will heal. I think in that moment, as Hydrange has been laughing, their mantle begins to manifest. And outside, the rain starts to fall over the bower. And not only that, but it starts to soak through the thatched roof. And this is strange. We're very good at dealing with thatch. Our shit yep. doesn't leak terribly often. And it's not like a leak. The rain is beginning to drip through in a number of different places. And as you're holding Hydrangea, I think you, you caught them, but the chair fell, and you're holding them, and a drop falls on their face, and they wipe it away, and it falls to the floor, and a wildflower starts to grow. Just something small. I don't know what would necessarily, like, come specifically whatever the first things that would grow after a wildfire. It's a small white flower grows from that drop. And as we look around, we see the other places where the rain's fallen through. These small white flowers are growing. I think a hundred years from now, this area will have this field of beautiful white flowers. Mm -hmm. And that is good. The first ones that grow are white, and the second ones that grow are red, and then the third ones are blue. And within a few minutes, it's it's not just one color, it's it's all of them. Purples and Flowers every color except green, because green's covered yeah. from the leaves, but just this rainbow of, of wildflowers growing up here. Yeah. I feel like no matter what happens, mm -hmm. this hill that has our little flower, it has all of these flowers. Mm -hmm. And they're tough and hardy, mm -hmm. like we. Like, there's, like, literally nothing can kill them. Yeah. God knows they've tried. Yeah. But they've been seen in other parts of the world, but mm -hmm. this part is where they're strongest. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is my... Impious? Yeah, for my impious now. Okay. Ooh. I rolled a five. All right. Oh, I am directly at eight. I need to exceed eight in order to pass. So I think that's the oh. thought that that's the thought that Hydrangea has. It's going to be a shame to miss this, to not see these flowers again. 
but it's your turn to roll. All right, let's roll it. Which one do you want to do first? Let's do impious first. I want to see if that increases at all. It has to. I rolled a one. Ooh, I rolled a four. All right, so it goes up to five, I guess. With a five, with impious at five, I think for the first time, that tiny voice mm-hmm. gets just a little bit louder. That maybe she's not ready to leave this place as she thought she was. As her honor, like maybe the demands of her family and the demands of her people maybe not as important as herself. Maybe just a little bit part of her is like, I can be a little bit selfish, can't I? I've always been selfless. I've always been here to do what my people ask of me. Mm-hmm. It can be a little bit selfish. From your arms, Hydrangea looks up into your eyes and says, you're like apple cider. You're everything I never knew that I wanted. Fury smiles, confused. You like me? I don't think Dre says anything. I think that they reach one hand up and put it on your cheek. It's a rough cheek. Mm. Feels good. Everything I never knew that I wanted. Should we roll for your honorable? Yeah, let's roll for my honorable. See what the result of that is. Only one of us has to roll like a three up. Well, my one's two, so. Mine's a three. Oh, sweet. So you've hit nine honorable, and we get another boon. We get another boon. It's funny because when you said that I'm like apple cider, outside, not flowers, but trees started to grow. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like this would be the first time Dre would have seen fresh apple trees. Mm-hmm. Trees with fruits. And it's not it's not actually just apple, just fruit trees. Mm-hmm. And this would be the first time Dre would see this. Just because Dre's used to hay yeah. and everything else is important. Mm-hmm. But he wants to give Dre everything that they've never had. And it's going to start with the fruit trees. And Yuri smiles. And for some reason, she knows that these trees are out there. Mm-hmm. And just sort of like holds uh, Dre's hand and says, I want to show you something. And drags you outside. Carefully, because she's a big lady. Oh, no, I'm following enthusiastically. Awesome. And outside are fruit trees. Fruit trees, and it's, it is pouring rain. Yep. It is pouring rain, and we run. Uh-huh. And just, I have the, the scene in my head. And it's almost like the last time that I was young and in love and running through the rain, I was 19 years old. She was the person that I had followed to college. Not because we were in a relationship, but because I wanted to be. And in a lot of that time, because I was always interested in being in a relationship, and so was she... And she had trouble trusting people or or moving on in the right directions or whatever reason. The timing had never been right, but we had gone to uh, pop punk shows, Man Overboard, at Gabe's in Iowa City. And it hadn't been raining when we left. And by the time that we left, it was pouring rain. And we ran back to the dorms laughing. It's a good scene. Yeah. And 
I think that's what the kiss looks like. We're dashing between trees, taking bites out of out of pieces of fruit and and throwing them on the ground because these are our trees. And it's it's so so much, so many new experiences, so much going on. And our clothes are soaked entirely through and hydrangeas faces is matted with fruit juice as we finally stop at the last the last tree and I am demolishing this peach that you handed me and I stop with it still still in my mouth and I look at you and I drop it and I run towards you and Yuri has an arm full of fruits that she's been collecting so that when we get back to the house, there's fruit still Mm -hmm. for you to try any fruit. And she drops it as you run toward her. (sighs) Drops all of it to the ground. Jumps into your arms. You're so much taller than I. (laughs) I think the force of it knocks you backwards. And like it knocks you into the tree that you're standing in front of. And you're pressed up against the tree, and I'm in your arms, and, and I'm kissing you, and I think you even sway, and you fall, and we roll a little ways down the hill in the middle of the wild flowers. <laughs> and we get one of those 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 beautiful rom-com or, like, old-school romantic movie shots of the two of us lying completely surrounded by these multicolored wildflowers with like an apple and an orange and a pear two pears around us we kiss until the rain stops yeah I think the rain stopping is the signal (laughs) for when the ritual has to begin Thank you for listening to GameWoven. Please give us a follow on Twitter at GameWoven, join the Discord, support the Patreon, and consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. This week's episode featured Zadkiel Vasky Huff at Zadkiel in Green, that's Z-A-D-K-I-E-L in Green on Twitter and Blue Sky, and Gliza at Classical Gliza on Twitter, as well as most other social media platforms.